When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. It's all in one place and it's free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recreating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available now on Spotify. Of course, they're optional. And when you want to take your conversations with your fans to the next level, the Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking and to get the conversation going. With Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including podcast ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Listen, ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it has truly taken my show to a whole new level, especially with having the options like the video podcast, the Q&As and the polls, and has let me be creative in a completely different way and connect with my audience in a completely different way as well. So I highly recommend that you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or either go to the website, which is spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. You're now listening to the Girl Take Note Podcast, hosted by Shawnee Sanders, former series satellite radio host and TV personality. This is the only podcast energizing women to live life unapologetically and enjoy the journey. So, if you're ready for a hilarious, candid, and honest show, then let's jump into today's episode, where we're discussing all things black culture, relationships, current events, and everything in between. Now, here's your host, Shawnee Hey guys, welcome to the season premiere. Season two has just officially launched. This is the Girl Techno Podcast. I am your host, Shawnee Sanders. And today I have two special guests with me. I'm so excited. I got Jack Sam's. And I got Nikki Diverja with me, guys. You guys should know them already. They was on season one of the Girl Take Them podcast. We had great conversations with them both. I decided to bring them back for season two premiere because I love how we have conversations. You know yeah. what I mean? So how are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good, great. Good. Listen, how was 2022 for you guys? Wow. How was 2022? It was actually great for me. You know, you know, I got married in 2022 and yes. I was beautiful. And- yes. Nothing but blessings, even though, you know, I'm not going to harp on the negative. It was a great year. 
Okay. What about you, Jack? It was a really good year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, it was. I think it was a time of discovery, yeah. letting go, um, which could be good and a little bit scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, you know, overall, it was a great year. Yeah, 2022 was a great year. I can officially say, and I think I said this in my last episode for season one, that we had over, the Girl Techno podcast have over 3,300 downloads. Oh, and I, I was super it. excited about that because I know, right? Because we just launched in October. And so it just means 3,300 of you people out there must really like this because y'all listening to it, y'all downloaded. So I am super excited. This is why I'm super excited to bring season two now and have more guests, more great I co-hosts. And so I want to get started with, what we are talking about today so the name of this show is stop blaming black women and the reason why i picked this topic is because as i scroll through social media tiktok and instagram i get so tired of seeing videos and lives of black men on these different videos and lives talking about just talking down about black women and particularly single black mothers And so I want to play a video for you guys and I want you guys to give me kind of like your reaction and we're going to get into this discussion. Okay. So let me pull it up. I found it on TikTok. I'm going to share my screen and I, I'm telling you, once you see this, you're going to be like, what the heck? I'm I'm excited now. I'm like wondering what are we going to see? Yeah. was a teenager and I was running these streets because this woman was too busy working and caring about herself. She didn't put me in no sports. She didn't put me in no after school program. She didn't put me in nothing that was going to help my life. So I was running the streets with my gang, robbing people. You feel me? That's what hurt me. And that's what's hurting a lot of these kids getting raised by single mothers who think they know it. She moved me from my dad. These millennial black men are killing their girlfriends and their wives. They have been raised by single black women. They have adopted these black women emotions. They don't know how to control their emotions. So what they do is, when they find out that they can't control that woman that they're with, they kill So here we have two perspectives getting to the same point. If you listen to this young man's story, he's telling the truth. He shouldn't be chastised. He should be commended because he lifted himself up after admitting what he did wrong. And he's clearly angry because he was taken away from his father. And from the woman's perspective, it is a state of emergency because we have too many men being reared solely by women. And the only reason is they like the monetary gain. <laughs> It's about child support. They are keeping these kids away from their fathers so they can make the money. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to play that clip. Yes. So I wanted to get it bigger on the screen so we could really see it, but I couldn't figure out the configurations. But I wanted to get the blind reaction to that because when I saw this on TikTok, I was floored. First of all, for me, the young man that blames his mom for him being in gangs and him choosing the wrong path in life, you know, getting put up in jail. And I'm just like, said it's her fault because she's too busy working and worried about herself. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure your mom told you 
to stay away from them goddamn gangs, right? I'm pretty sure your mom told you to get the right path. So why is it your mother's fault for the choices that you made? I mean, I was just blown away how he, the lack of disrespect he has for his mother and to blame black women for the state of black, just the other woman, just to blame black women, single black mothers for the state of black men killing their wives and girlfriends. I don't even know where that shit came from because to me that shit is ridiculous. Either, but as far as I'm concerned, I do have to agree with one point he said that the little, the, the, the little boy, I'm not even going to say young man, the little boy was obviously upset with his mother for the fact that he's no longer with mm -hmm. his father. I get that part, but how, what, I mean, what is going on with him even trying to blame his mom? I'm sure his mom was working on those jobs to take care of him. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure mm -hmm. that she was doing that to make sure there was food on the table. But yet he was so bitter and yeah. angry because her, his father was not around. He's really looking at it in the wrong perspective. And, and somebody needs to get that, come, go and get that boy because at the end of the day, he's going to take that into his other relationships. Any relationships. I'm sure he's taken into his relationships. Oh, and yeah. the way he treats women, and I'm sure the way he speaks to women, is definitely affected. And that's just horrible. But, you know, it's so interesting. I agree with you. It's horrible. It's And it's ridiculous. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, it's a classic case mm -hmm. of entitlement. That's exactly okay? what it is. It's a mm -hmm. classic case of entitlement. How dare you? <laughs> your mother's working. She could not be working. Okay. And for your choices, the thing about it is nobody mm -hmm. wants to take responsibility for their actions. Those are no. your choices. We are all been giving choices. We get, that's, 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 that's the way of the world. We choose. You can go down this path or you can go down th that path. Like you said, yep. I'm pretty sure your mom told you to go down the right path. Right. And <laughs> you sure she did. She did. You probably, because of your attitude, you obviously, he seems like oh, he's full of he's attitude. Like he's angry. Okay. And so you probably, you probably mm -hmm. didn't listen to her. You probably told her to be quiet and stay out your business or whatever, or you probably lied or, or, or you didn't tell her whatever you were doing, you were making your own choices. And I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you he's respectful with his mouth to his mother because of the way he, he's talking. Very dis already oh, of course he, he was. disrespectful. And where the way he shows up right here, I'm pretty sure he shows up in his life exactly that way. exactly that way. And the fact that he mentioned wouldn't put him in after school programs, wouldn't put him in football sports. You know, first of all, maybe your mother didn't have money have to do that money. because none of that stuff is free. And exactly. so she did the best she could and told you to stay away mm -hmm. from certain elements and you chose to go there. And even when it comes to his dad, took mm -hmm. him away from his dad. He would have been there. Wanted to be there. He yeah, would have been, been there. That part. Exactly. That's just it. There would have been nothing stopping your dad from being a part of your life. So don't blame your mom or your single mother if your father is not a part of your life. I just Terrible. don't understand that. And I think what bothers me the most is that when I hear conversations like that, comments like that, is that no woman wakes up and say, okay, I want to be a single mom. Nobody is a single mom, guys. Nobody no. plans to be that. That shit just happens. Two people don't work out. And then all of a sudden, dad don't want any part of it. Right. Maybe dad is a part of it. Maybe he's just not right. doing as much as he should be doing. Well, you know, you know, so I just feel like the blaming and the, you're right, Jackie, the entitlement. It's the entitlement. And you know, they say black women are the most unprotected. Did you see that? As ad? opposed to oh. black men. Not like ad, women, it, we, we're yeah. unprotected. And, and even now it's going as far as to be unprotected by and your that's own scary. Children. By your own children, and, yep. and and she probably gave what she can, all she could to her her child. I'm yeah. pretty sure that she she went, and I I'm not I have I don't know these people, but I'm pretty sure she went above and beyond what I she agree. could her oh, yeah. capacity. So now I you're agree. judging me on my I, capacity. 
mm-hmm. right? You don't know her story. I, I, that, her that hurts, man. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying that she worked, she yep. worked. She was right. working. It's not like she was she on the street doing drugs or anything. Yep. She was actually yep. trying to take care of him. And yep. And never once did he say never she, once. he was abused by her. That was never that's a another story. Never once. He didn't say I was abused by her. She talked down to me. She she mistreated me. She, n- none of that. None of that was none going that. on. Right? No. You just said that she didn't put you in sports. Oh well. Okay. You had food. And that part, you had you a, a roof over your head without the father. Yeah. Without the and, father. Come on. Yeah. And it's just so, and then you take it to a public forum and it's so disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like it's so disrespectful to your mom and being a single parent is not easy. Once I was offended because I was raised by a single parent and all my siblings were raised by a single parent. My mom raised five boys. Yes, my mom raised five boys and none of them made the choices that he made. You know what I mean? So it's not about who you're raised by. It's about the choices you make as a kid. You made that choice to go and get out there and be with the wrong element. And you put yourself in jail. But he's walking around this world blaming his mom for the things that went wrong in his life. And you know what this makes me think about? Because I just watched um, Love and Marriage DC. And I just watched an episode where the Tylers... um, God, it's so crazy. I can't remember his name. But the Tylers. Their son displays that same type of Mm. um, entitlement. Right. Where his father gives him a hundred dollars a week, his grandmother and his father got him a car, and he's and like he'll get to a place where he won't talk to them because he get an attitude with them, and he feels like one, it's just not enough to the point where he tried to fight his father, oh, he tried no. to fight his dad, and I'm and he's it's like just it's it's so spoiled, and, and you are know, spoiled and entitled. I want to say. Spoiled. I grew up when my mom used to beat the crap out of me if I was out of line, and I also grew up when my neighbors could beat the crap out of me mm-hmm. if they saw me on the street and I was out of line. Now it's like all mm-hmm. these new rules that parents can't be rules. parents, and I'm like, yeah, I'm regulations. Kids. Are you trying to tell me how to raise my child? Yep. This that something is wrong. Yeah, with mm-hmm. this world, period. And it, it's very, yeah. It, yeah. it's scary to know that that's what's going on right now. And it's like, who gives whoever in charge to tell you how to raise your kids? You know, extremely. Well, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I, I'm disappointed. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in that kind of behavior. I'm disappointed, and I and am I'm disgusted. Not surprised though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised because and, when you when you try to give, and I'm pretty sure when you when you mm-hmm. when you try to give, give yeah. give give, and not let a That's child gonna work happen. for something <laughs> and understand responsibility, you know, that looks like a classic case of. She probably worked so hard she didn't show him because she probably hard I'm whatever. working. Yeah. Right? So she probably just tried to work hard and give him the nice shoes or try to, you know, mm-hmm. just provide it and, and not yep. really give him some insight to what life is about on the end of taking care of bills and all of that. You know, that is a I'm a mother and and it's expensive to put your kids oh, yeah. in that activities. What I hear growing up sacrifice. But you know, I noticed growing up that I, yeah, but growing up, I know my mom, like my mom talked about how she struggled, how she didn't have, but we did. So our parents didn't really let us see the struggles of parenthood. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom always, I always thought my mom was good. You know what I mean? But I didn't know my mom was walking around with holes in her shoes. Right. You know what I mean? Just so her kids can make sure they have, you know, shoes and stuff like that. I didn't know my mom was suffering through certain things just so she could have, but I just feel like our parents... I don't know. They just taught us different values. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I started yeah. working at the age of like 14. 
you know, so I wasn't no, I, I wasn't a kid that got everything I wanted. I worked for mines. I had a job and I worked for it. My mom didn't just give it to me. I worked for it. I had my own money. You know, she taught me yeah. how, you, know, you want certain things, you're gonna have to work for it. And that's what I did. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. I feel like today parents don't want their kids to even they feel like, oh no, they need to just focus on school. They can't just exactly. focus on work and focus on school. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. these kids I don't do two know. things and, at and one time they don't even know how to communicate let alone you know appreciate anything that's being given to them that you know out of love you know what I mean I mean you can sit mm-hmm. these kids don't even know how to talk to each other like I mean I don't even know let alone talk to their parents they're, dis- they're disrespectful no. I see some of these kids and you know when I go to Target or yeah. wherever a grocery store and some of them are having tantrums and or back talking to their parents and I'm like what is in the water? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? I, I didn't grow up like this. I didn't grow up like this. Yeah, I don't even know. So, yeah, I didn't either. I guess, like you said, we yeah. grew up in that that um ass whipping stage where you got an ass whipping. Like, you did. It wasn't mm-hmm. abuse. It was just you got out of line. Mom's gonna right. put you in line, and that's just what it was for us, you know. And it was a healthy fear that we had for our parents. It wasn't like, oh, I'm afraid of my mom. No, I just knew that if I did something and, and, wrong, my mom's gonna whip my and ass. I, you know what I'm well, saying? Like, right. and I'm not gonna do nothing wrong because I don't want to get that today, ass that's just, it. That's just what like it was. That was abuse to the point that I, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't afraid of my mom. I was afraid of the fact that if I did something wrong, no, I would have to pay the consequences. But mm-hmm. I respected my mom. Like, come yep. on, like that's crazy. That no, yeah, but I just think the blaming part is what gets me is that even that second video of this woman talking about these black young men killing their girlfriend and wives all because they were raised by single black women they adapt to single they that women emotions and i'm just yeah. saying to myself that's more of a mental health issue versus a single mother issue i just don't understand the blaming part you know what i mean it's like why are you as a black woman you know what i'm saying on this thing and blaming other single black mothers it makes for wonder, something that situation? their kids do. What's her situation? Like grown adults come out and say that. Exactly. What's she dealing with? You know, the thing about it is that it's crazy because I had a different experience. My mother was uh, she was an entrepreneur, so mm-hmm. I, I she had me working very very early, like you guys. Um, but I understood. I didn't even know we. Had, right. I didn't think we had it. So. <laughs> Exactly. It was opposite. We had it, mm-hmm. but I thought I thought we didn't have it because she. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, we got bills to pay. Uh-huh. You know, and I would always ask, how much does this cost? Or you know, I wouldn't ask for a lot of things because I saw her working so hard. Yeah. Now I have a younger brother that didn't have the responsibility, and mm-hmm. he reminds oh, wow. me of that kid. Mm. Yeah. Entitled. Yeah. There it is, entitlement. Entitled, it, and and we were raised by the same parent, but we were parented differently mm. because he's very entitled as and as a and maybe it is something that mothers do with their sons. That's yeah, a, that's I a whole nother, That that's a whole. Su- I think whole that's something thing. true to that too. I think it's because, a lot true to that because as a as raising women, we're like, hey, you need to do this, or you know, but raising your son. Maybe you're softer on them and, mm-hmm. and a little bit more um, uh, babying them. Yeah. Uh, but I see that I see the entitlement and and, yeah. and the the 
to me, you might not blame and say, oh, I, I didn't have this and this is why that that might not be the conversation, but your life and the way you don't go for it. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just entitlement. And, you know what I'm saying? And it so is entitlement. That's, that's just like you think that is just maybe she, I, I can all I can say that we were just parented differently. I had to work a little bit harder. Yeah, he didn't. But his life's his life looks like a little the same bit, little mama boys, right? Well, yeah, the same, right? I noticed mama that mothers boys. are, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That is a definitely Not a the mama's boys. And so mm -hmm. I, I would I would love I would have loved to have his mother um, speak. Yeah. At, oh speak, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. You know, I would love too. to know her story. Like, I would too, because as a parent, you think you're just doing what you're supposed to do the best you can. And you're not thinking that I don't think no parent think that they're raising a child that's entitled. You know what I'm saying? I think as a parent, you're just saying, hey, I just want to make sure they have what I didn't. I just want to make sure they have what they need. I don't want them to have to work because I worked at a young age. I want them to do things differently and have something different. So I don't think parents intentionally raise try to raise entitled kids i think it's just something that happens along the way think, because they get it i don't think there's easy. anything wrong with having your kids you know though, what i mean to be honest with you. i think it, i grew up to be great you know i, I no, plan on doing the same thing with my kids and I, I really do believe that this generation all they do is live on social media on their phones and they're getting all this bad information yeah. from online and i think they need to be there needs to be going outside, going outside to play. You know, people don't do that anymore. Everybody's on their phone or on some sort yes. of, no, you know, they don't tool or iPad or something. They need to go outside, play double dutch, play, you know, ride your bike, Listen, what? Ring, ring Olivio, something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Skelly, you know? <laughs> You know, today's listen, today's generation kids are socially awkward because of devices. They really are. These kids in this house, like you take those devices away, they become like crackheads. They, they wander around. They don't know what to. They don't know what to do without their device. Aiden literally paces up and down when his device is charged. He paces back and forth, back and forth. And it's, it's not an addiction. Good. That's why I keep right. telling people these tablets and these electronic devices are good. an addiction, and it's not good. You know what I mean? Because we're kind of like we depend on them because it's like it makes them like okay, he ain't bothering. They're not bothering me. Right. So get the tablet and leave me alone, kind of thing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, we have oh kids goodness. killing their parents because of their devices. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. is that the fault of a single black woman, ma'am? Miss who talking? I mean, that's a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just feel like society, to me, especially particularly black men, always blaming black women for almost everything. You know what I mean? When it comes to the way we wear our hair, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to how you raise the kids, how you dress. You know, the other day I was I was saying that only black women, when you not black women, when you go on these lives or when you go on different um, right. platforms and you see these live conversations, you only see a group of black women talking <laughs> down. My, my dog keep hitting my microphone talking down to a bunch of talking down about black women you Any never go on live that. and see like a group of white no, men. Other no other race does it and then i bet you black men would say the reason why they don't do is because their women are submissive and this word submissive is just been thrown around so it's much horrible. out of the mouths of black men it to the point where i'm like i don't even know they mm -hmm. if they know what it means anymore 
and every woman is not going to submit to every man it's not every man is not and you know you have to not you have to be that a man if you understand what i'm saying you have to take responsibility you need to take care of home you need to do what you got to do to take care of your your woman and your family and if you're not doing that how are you expected to get any type Mm -hmm. of respect i mean i just don't get that i don't get that at all i did see the other day i don't know where it was it was somewhere i don't get it I don't know if from Chicago, whatever, but men taking care of women and protecting their women at the gas station. Did you see that? With the men, the men were actually pumping mm. their gas, no, making sure they were safe. And they were, you know, and it, it was outside of, you think like a grocery mm-hmm. store type of thing, gas station, carrying their bags to the car. They're like, nobody else is going to protect our black women but us. And these black men were out there protecting these black women. That's and it. I just That's loved it. it. I loved it. I loved it. We need that. that we need it as, as a community. They need it. That is amazing. Yes. They do need to show that more. You see what I'm saying? I should have been able to see that versus that all the different negative conversations about black women. You know, I saw this TikTok of a, a white woman saying to other white women, you know, you guys are getting upset about black women and, and them having a space where they they, they want to feel heard and protected. She mm-hmm. They said, she says, do your history. This is coming from a white woman. She Mm -hmm. says, black women had to go through the horrific um, things of Mm -hmm. of, of having their families torn apart, taken from them, having having their babies, you know, taken from them Mm -hmm. while nursing your babies. She said, nursing our babies, taking care of our children that would turn around and beat them when they got older. And wow. disrespect them and hurt them, and they still had to love and take care of these kids. So please, please, like, <laughs> they, like, stop. You know what I mean? And so I thought that was a very interesting perspective. It is, but that is definitely something right. that it's been from the test of time. You know, mm-hmm. where we've had to be so strong, and we've yeah. had to be blamed and ridiculed, um, and 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 then and then say, hey, well, what are you tripping about? You know, yeah. you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to, and as right. a matter of fact, you're supposed to do more. You're not doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you that's know? the problem that the today's black man doesn't get is that a lot of women don't choose to be they don't want so to be. strong. Don't choose to be, don't, don't want, want to be. be like, oh, right. I do it all. It's because we have to do it. And that's what confuses me when they're on conversations with these single women. They're like, well, why are you so independent? Um, hello, I'm single. I live by myself. I take care of myself. So that's why I'm independent. If you don't have a man, and I think it's a a cycle that goes over and over again because we've seen our parents do it. We think that's what we're supposed to do. Us women, we need to learn how to let the man take the lead and take care of home because we're just so used to just doing, doing, doing. If we don't stop Mm -hmm. doing and allow them to do what they're supposed to do, that's never going to change, right? So, you know, there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Now that is true because I know for me that was a problem for me because I was raised by a single very strong independent woman and she taught me how to be independent and do things on my own and so when I come into relationships men used to say oh well you act like you don't need nobody and I had to think about that and I had to realize and say to myself like okay Sean you know if you want to be with somebody right you're gonna have to curb that type of behavior you don't have to be you don't have to lead every situation you can sit back and let somebody else take control you know, just don't you know drive me into no ditch. Now I'm gonna catch us before we get there. 
I'm not going to lose it all for you now. <laughs> but, you know, it was something that I definitely had to learn because, you know, we're raised by single parents. And so when you're raised by a single parent and all you see is a strong single woman, then that's what you emulate. And not to say my father wasn't there. Right. My father was around, but he wasn't in the household with me. And so what I see is what I emulate. And I saw my mom being strong and I saw my mom doing it all. You know, I didn't see my mom in a relationship because my mom didn't have no one around her kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't see my mom in a relationship until she got older. And then when I would see her, like, she'd be so submissive. Look at her like, what's you know? going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, when did you become this woman? You know what I'm saying? But I didn't see her in that dynamics. And to see her like older in that dynamics, I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, you need to make your husband plate first. Before you eat, you make your husband plate. Before your kids eat, you make his plate. And I'm like, um okay mom you know i didn't know this is how you roll but okay i'm seeing you mm -hmm. differently now which made me look at things differently too but i just feel like it's like you said it's a cycle i think they're always blaming us for everything they criticize us about everything we do like i said just for being single i think this one woman was on this pot this live and she was talking about how now mind you what i'm about to say is like she didn't have to do this but this is what she felt she had to do so she was on the live and the guys were talking to her about her choices she made and she said well you know i'm a business owner but you know i went through a lot of medical things and i had to do you know, I didn't have medical insurance. Nobody was going to help me. So I had to do what I had to do. And I went and strip. I was a stripper and I had to do what I had to do right. as a stripper to get the money I needed to take care of my medical bills. And I think, you know, they kept saying to her, one of the guys said, was that the, was that the only thing you can do to get your medical bills paid? And she was like, I mean, what else did you want me to do? What else could I have done? And when I heard her make that comment, I realized that there are some women who live in certain situations where right. that's probably all they know they can do do you know what i mean like other people may think that oh no i'm gonna go and do this and i'm gonna do that where some women might say mm -hmm. well this is all i see this is all i know how a to lot get of fast money because i think and the I, whole I'm thing sure about it was a lot of money she it was about too. fast money it was a lot of money oh yeah because yeah, she had brains she had a brain about it and so she didn't have any medical insurance and she had to find a way to quick she wasn't going to get insurance one because it's a pre-existing condition so nobody was going to insure her but i think it was just the way that they said like oh well that's the only thing you can do you couldn't find nothing else you could do and she just kept going back to the same thing and they were just completely judging her and you know she has turned her life around she has multiple businesses now and she has kids and she's a different kind of woman but she was like in my past this is, i right. did whatever i had to do to make sure i was good and i'm just like for me it's the judgment that black men put on us it is the judgment it's like how dare you they think their their walking life is much harder than ours and i'm like not saying it's, it isn't but i'm just saying to be a black woman in america like you just don't understand a black man get way more it's not a black man gets in there way faster than a black woman would they respect them way more you know what i mean so it's right. like we both and i have think struggles. at the end of the day not well, just black men and women need to learn how to interact with each other much better and it's difficult for us because we weren't raised in that situation men don't know how to be men women don't know how to be women you understand mm -hmm. to a certain extent because roles are mixed mm -hmm. you know and i think that we as a whole yeah. we need to make yeah. sure other people see positive black families and black relationships and how to interact with each other and i think that we yeah. need to have more of mm -hmm. that on a screen more of that on tv 
and more of that in the community yeah. you know and and i think at the end of the day i think we all need to stick together and we need to make sure that we take up for each other and support each other and i don't think that's what's going on and we need more of that yeah and it's sad but i don't even know yeah. if i even want to talk about this but to know that those cops killed that gentleman five cops cops yeah and black yep how you gonna kill your brother like that Yep. Literally. It's, it was like and a black on black crime. It was a black on black crime. That we, yep. we shoot each other. We stab each other. We kill each other. It's like, yep. why are we so angry with each other? Mm-hmm. We need to learn how to come together and, and support and love each other. And I think at the end of the day, we need that like now. Now. Yeah. Because if you look at it, the Jewish community, they stick together. They got their own businesses. They got their own stores. Like you will never see no crime, that, that no part. Jewish on Jewish type of crime. Do you understand what I'm saying? In their Hasidic Jewish community, you just you really don't see it. They really stick together and they really support each other. They support their their people. And you're right, as Black people, if we could be just a just a small portion of that, because what happens to Tyree Nichols was just like the most disgusting thing that could have ever happened to any young Black man. It was just when I mean I couldn't even watch the full video. I only watch a few minutes of it, and it was like I mean watching that video changes you. You know what I mean? So disturbing. And it was so disturbing. You know how he was so un- unprotected by the people who was you know who was in that position to protect, and he was unprotected. And then they wonder why black people don't like cops. It's particularly black cops. It's not just a white cop. White cops are racist. Yes, they are. But they say black cops are the worst. And obviously, seeing that video, that was, they proved that. Why would you like? Why, why did they get who so does angry? That? At the end of the day, I, I mean, from what I saw from the video, there was more than one video out there. I couldn't see the whole thing. I couldn't watch it. It yeah. showed when they pulled. It was him a lot over. of videos he mm-hmm. because he was petrified. I think he was mm-hmm. scared. At the end of the day, he was scared. Know, he wasn't being. He, he, I didn't feel that the way he was reacting, they shouldn't have escalated it the way that they did. I I don't feel that he deserves yeah. any of that. Yeah. And I feel it was it was so yeah. It, it hurt more to see that it was black cops that did it versus a white cop because it's like yo, that's your brother. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. It's. And so allegedly is what they're saying is that one of the police that Tyrese was dating that one the of the police day. officers. I said it mothers. has to be something else. I, you know, I, they, I don't know how true it is because they said what he did was that once they got through beating him, this particular police officer took a picture I knew of him it and sent it to else. his baby I mother. I knew it because you just don't, it's not no traffic stop. Yeah. And you're just going to beat the crap out of somebody just because of what they, a traffic. And the person, the whole he's, and he was handcuffed. The whole time, the whole and now entire the, time, he whatever cop, if that's true, he ain't gonna see no kids. He ain't gonna see no baby mama, because at the end of the day, it's ruined. Oh no, but you know his life is ruined. Cop, if it was his life is ruined, his family life is ruined. Still getting paid. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they could they charge oh, these black cops quickly. White cops take forever to get charged, even if they they still haven't charged the people who killed um. What's the woman name in? Oh God, yeah, Brianna Taylor. And they still haven't. They they've never been charged. Any of them. I think they're all still working. But yet these five black cops got charged. Six of them now. It don't matter. Quickly. It don't matter no, what position you have. No nothing. 
don't matter what position you have at the end of the day you yep. are black and you That's never true. get treated the same even that guy who was the the anchor i think it was abc mm -hmm. he was having an affair with his with the uh lady who lost who lost their job oh god yes who kept, yep. who kept their job he did. he did they found a reason yeah they found a reason mm -hmm. to get rid of him she got he didn't have mm -hmm. the right they, they didn't have the right to fire him but they should have fired her too why she gets to Because, because you black, day, like you said, <laughs> black people. It don't matter what rules. you are. That's what it is. You because you're black, is different rules. It, to do about it. People, doesn't matter. People just don't. Mm -mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. As as a people, you know what I mean. We really we still have a long way to go. You know what I mean to be able to come together. It is sad. It is sad, and like Jackie said, we are the most unprotected, you know, women in the country. You know what I mean? They don't. Our black men don't protect us. The, the police, the white men don't protect us. Nobody protect us, and then people get mad when we have to learn how to protect ourselves. You know what I mean? And it's because we have right. to. We have to learn how to protect ourselves right. because who else is going to do it for us? And it's sad that who else is going to do it? Really sad. Mm hmm. It is sad. And like I said, I just be seeing a lot of these conversations floating around um, social media. And I just wanted to talk about it because I'm like, I, I got to talk about it with my girls because this shit is getting on my nerves. I'm tired of seeing it. And it's so crazy. I we want to join the lives. <laughs> you know, Jackie, I want to join the lives. And I'm you like, man, if I get on this live, it's going to blow it off. It's going to be competitive. When I get on here, I'm about to tell these people something because especially when they start talking about marriages and roles, the roles in marriages when none of their asses are married now. It's always people who are leading conversations who are not married to talk about what marriage is and what marriage roles and stuff like that should be. When not, I'm like, you ain't yeah, even fucking married. That, that, so how that, you know? That's, that's a conversation that nobody should be having if you're definitely not married. <laughs> you're definitely not married. And it's like, stop having those type of conversations. You don't even know what you're talking about. And um, But you know what? I want to switch gears because I want to... I'm going to go back up to, I want to bring in another video to talk about something that's trending on social media. And it's, um, Nikki, no, do you I watch don't. The Real Housewives of Potomac? But you know what? It's okay. You're going to be able to understand <laughs> once we do this. Okay. Because this is something that's been going around and been trendy. So basically on The Real Housewives of Potomac, Robert Dixon and her husband, um, Juan, you know they're ma they're getting married and allegedly he has been cheating and so throughout this whole season they've been talking about it's been brought up by one of the um cast member which is karen <laughs> the grand dom <laughs> and she <laughs> she's the grand dom honey and she brought it up and she's still talking about how one has another woman who kind of looked like her he got caught in georgetown holding hands with her walking around right so the other day me and Jackie was definitely trying to find the audio for the podcast. So Robin and Giselle are, you know, they're two cast members. Mm -hmm. They have a podcast called Reasonable Shady. And they were on the podcast. Robin revealed on the podcast that, yes, it is true. You know, one was cheating. He was cheating with a woman. And we, because she DM'd me, wanted to confess the whole cheating thing to me. And, um, and oh, so recently. Uh, oh, this yeah. is before. No, I think, well, you know what? I think it must have happened during taping oh you know what i'm saying that this she season. found out this Whoa. season mm -hmm. oh. 
So she found out this season and she said it was something that they were going through. They were dealing with it. And she was like, well, I was waiting. She said, because I know the woman emailed like multiple cast members. And she was like, I was waiting for one of the cast members to say something. But I'm like, um, Karen did say something. You kind of just got super <laughs> mad with her. She did. And so here is, so Carlos King, which is like Mr. King of reality. You know, he's like the black version of Andy Cohen. And he does all these different reality shows. Jackie has a personal relationship <laughs> with him. Um, sorry, I don't know if you want me to talk that, Jack. But because that's and a not win. A personal, uh, not a personal, I, I mean, I like a, a business relationship. Yes, a business relationship. Yes. 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 Just a business relationship. I'm sorry, let me correct it. Um, <laughs> I, wish I, had, I wish I had a personal because I'll call him. I'm I'm like, hey. A business relationship with him. But I'm going to play this clip. I wanna, I'm going to share my screen because I want you guys to see what he says i am pissed robin admitting that she hid her story from the world on the show that pays you is a slap in the face to everyone Sorry, involved I'm trying to, get it to be the big the one on the screen and, I can't and the get fact it. that you have the audacity to go on your podcast to reveal this we spent this entire half-ass season with these made-up <laughs> storylines about Chris Bassett. <laughs> I'm going to say made up because I allegedly <laughs> was told that a few of the housewives had a meeting before filming about what the storyline was going to be and that this Chris Bassett stuff was, was, was part of that conversation. I've always said there was something off about this season and now I know what it is. None of y'all are living your real lives. Mm -hmm. Your admission, Robin, has proven the fact that Potomac is nothing but a show about women exposing each other and, and throwing each other under the bus. It's not about real friendships, real relationships, or your real life. It's not about that anymore. I feel like the only persons who I'm really wants to give their real lives and, and really are looking for a connection with the cast is Candace, Wendy, Child, even <laughs> Mia. The OGs, y'all are a big disappointment. <laughs> so <laughs> when I saw this clip, right, I was just like, first of all, I saw the episode, Nikki, I'm so good. Listen, you have to watch the, do you watch the Housewives? Or do you watch any of the Housewife franchises? Do you not, not are you not a reality TV, TV junkie? junkie? Like I'm oh my God, Nikki! One. Listen, me the and Jackie are reality TV junkies. You yes. know what I mean? I mean, the the thing about it is that he <laughs> he spoke truth, and I I love that 100%. As, as a person who I mean, this is what he does. He is the reality mm -hmm. show king, mm -hmm. um, and. But when, to be the king, you have to be a fan, right, of reality yep. TV. And when you go on to these shows, you want to show your real life. You want to yep. show, you know what I mean? You don't. It's not to say you have to give mm -hmm. everybody everything to everybody. Like I'm, 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 I'm gonna give it all. But you want to have some right. authenticity, right? So I, I, I really respect that he brought it to life in that kind of way because, yeah. the, and especially the way editing showed that yeah. Chris, Chris is a is a guy that they that got a lot of heat. This, yeah. um, season this season on the show mm -hmm. uh, about things that really weren't wow. even going on. 
you know, mm-hmm. it was a made up storyline, but there was an actual storyline, but you know, um, so I, I love how he, he, he dropped that. And, but then she went on her platform and talked about it, her own personal platform she and, did. And, and gave the story as opposed to the show. Well, maybe we need to have so a, a day of yeah. watching this stuff so you can catch me up so I can start watching it. Oh, it's it, it's good. I want to. I, I haven't watched it, and I was trying to catch up because I've been so busy. Um, I didn't get to watch the last episode, and I only got to listen to. I don't even know if that's the 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 um the show that I listened to on the podcast. If that was the mm-hmm. one, I didn't get to it before we got yeah. on here. But you know, I tr- like um you mentioned. I was I had the privilege of of having um an experience, a working experience with, yeah. uh, with Carlos King and, um, he's authentic, you know? And so mm-hmm. the, what he gives, what, what, I, when I met him, um, just working on a show that, that we were uh, trying to work on, you know, he, mm. he's a, he's a real guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he's a yeah. fan. He's a fan. And of I like he that. He's a fan. I he's like a fan that about of him. His, yeah. He's a mm-hmm. fan of his work, you know, mm-hmm. and, and other shows. And mm-hmm. so if anybody's going to know, how you're supposed to bring it and, and, and the rules and the protocol, but how you show up, you know what I'm saying? On a TV show, he's going to know because he's been in reality forever. So, you know, I I say hats off for for keeping it 100 as an executive, because you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, he's a real person and I, Mm -hmm. and I love that he showed, Hey, as a viewer, you you Mm -hmm. cheated us. There is one show I watched. You You cheated Mm -hmm. us. Let me think of the name. Mm. It's the one where they're dating and it starts off with like 10 guys and 10 girls. People get kicked off. Ready to love. I oh, ready, ready to, to love. love. I watch every watch. single season. Oh, yeah. yeah. one show that I do watch. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm currently watching this season. Too, I'm, I'm currently like, watching what? this season. Yeah. Listen, reality TV is just I like love reality state. TV. I, it I is. Do. And the reason why I show the one, the clip from Carlos, because this whole thing with Robin, first of all, has just been trending on social media. You know what I mean? The show has been trending. The episode has been trending. And when she came out, I just happened to come across that video, the um, audio of her talking on her podcast on TikTok. I think it was TikTok, Instagram. I can't remember which one because I tried to find it. But and then see Carlos reaction to it. It was like it was so authentic. I, I it was so authentic it. because it's like being, you are the reality being, show. You got to show it, and they did make up this bullshit stuff about Chris Bassett this season. I was just like, what are they talking about? It didn't even make season. sense. I mean, the series, period. I got to start from the beginning. You, you, you gonna have, have to go back though. Start from the beginning. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Worry, you can't start at this season. You're gonna have to go way back. You're gonna yeah. You're gonna have to go way back and kind of got to follow. Follow, follow the just story watching, it's a, watching good season. Season. Yeah. it's a good season because they've had a very rocky type of relationship you know what i'm saying and so it was good to see it really was good to see his reaction and his authenticity and like you said that's why people like him because it's so crazy because he was just on their podcast you know what i mean he was <laughs> just on their show i gotta watch that too <laughs> So, he I'm, was I, just I love reality, but I've been behind. I've been behind on all the shows. I, I used to watch Love and Hip Hop back in the day. I don't watch that anymore. Is that still on? Love and Hip Hop. Oh my goodness, I that is still on. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like Ready to Love because one, some did. people found real love on there. You yeah. know what I mean? Some people find real love, real connections, and you know what? I was just watching an episode in this girl season, the current season. And you know the girl was on there And she was just crying because it's what we hear From so many single women And she was just like she's super successful You know what I mean and she was like She's been single for so long You get to a point where you feel like Mm -hmm. Is it ever going to happen 
You know what I mean? I and you kind of just give up on finding, you know, on finding love. And I'm like, it is the story of almost every single woman that's dating right now is that it is so hard for them to find good men. It's so far for them to find men who are really serious right. about being with someone. You know, because it seemed like a lot of these men are just kind of just playing games with people's emotions and not being authentic. But it's not only the men, it's want. also the women. They don't know what they and want. They, they they feel entitled to sometimes. Yeah. And they, they, they're very disrespectful to yeah, men as well. And they true. also are strong and mm-hmm. they don't know how to be a woman, if that makes any sense. You know, I mean, a lot of them are angry. Yeah. We have yeah, angry men, angry women, because of stuff that happened in their past. And yeah, at the end of the day, we got to stop fighting each other, mm-hmm. start loving each other, you know. And uh, I think that um, some people's realistic, some people's goals or what they think love is or what they want is unrealistic, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I, I hear some women who are out there who are dating, even at my job, I'm like, you stop dating him for, for that reason? Or you're dating somebody and that's what they're doing yeah. to you? Like, I don't think people people are just lost. Yeah, you know. And at the end of the day, it's 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 sad. Yeah. But, um, I, I think we're gonna get it together. I, I'm hearing Black Wall Street coming back around, yeah. and I'm loving the hearing about that with the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and, and businesses and stuff. But we have to do yeah. something to get our family back. I think we've been battling for years since you know slavery and everything. We need to we need to find a way back yeah. to each other. That's what we need to do. Yeah, and I think that women and black men and black women really need to sit down and have real conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? About the blaming because that blaming piece to me mm-hmm. comes from a place of hurt from them. You know what I mean? Like who hurts you in your life now that you're blaming black women for whatever happened to you as a black man or whatever shortcomings you may have. You know what I'm saying? Like who hurts you to the point where you have to judge a woman if she wearing a wig, you know what I'm saying? If she's not right. wearing natural hair, she's not for me, which everybody has their preference and that's cool. But yeah, the same, the same time, you don't have to put another woman down just because she do wear that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I love I do my too. wigs, baby. I okay. Do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> and I don't care I do what too. you say about it. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing wrong with switching it up. You know, it's, it's that it's that judgy it's spirit. Nothing. It's the judgy it's spirit. judgy spirit. That's what it is. Spirit. It's the judgy spirit. Oh my god, my dog <laughs> hit my camera, guys. Hold on. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. And I, I think oh it's that judgy spirit. People always got something to say. Always, always got something to to evaluate. But always, you know, they, always they talk. What they, what they say? They talk about the speck in, in, in my head, eye but yeah. not seeing the dirt in yours you know what i'm saying yeah come yep. on yep everybody oh everybody got something to say about everybody else and, and but can't check in with themselves can't check they in can. with themselves and that's what the problem is you know another so thing i noticed hopefully we'll we'll have a conversation when it comes to mm-hmm. you know people who are dating right now they have a tendency to be mad at somebody and take it out on everybody they're dating i think they forgiveness is the oh, key yeah. Baggage. It's the baggage they carry. They need to unpack it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I mean, I check mm-hmm. myself. You know, I'm married and I've realized there's certain things that I do. I'm like, well, wait a minute. That yeah. ain't got nothing yeah. to do with the situation. Or why am I acting this way? Or why do I think this way? Or why am I doing certain things? You know, and you'd be surprised yeah. how a lot of stuff from your past really sticks with you and, 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 affects the way that you respond to a lot of things and people so yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
It does. I mean, our past really does. Our experiences affect mm-hmm. how we approach life. You know what I mean? It really do. You know, so it's it's a part of all of that, the mental capacity, how we yep. deal with life, how we deal with people, mm-hmm. how we deal with situations. You know what I mean? And so, you know, so crazy. I was doing a, I was having a conversation. I was talking about, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. You know, I'm trying to redefine my mm-hmm. relationship with food. And so I was like, you know, because we eat when we're sad, we eat when we're happy. And when I think about it, I thought about it. I said, you know what? It's so crazy that this is like generational um, habits of eating. Because when you think about it, it's like we eat, of course, at parties and celebrations, right? And then when we go to funerals, we eat eat there too. (laughs) So it's like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, we've always, we've learned over the years of growing up that you attach your emotions to food. Because we got that repass and we all looking forward to that repass off that funeral because that we know chicken gonna be good. <laughs> and that fried chicken gonna be good. So you know, I'm like, man, this is this is why it's been this is why I think the struggle is so hard because we have been raised and bred to know that when we are happy, this is what we eat. When we're feeling sad, this is what and we do we eat. And I'm like, and I and I have to break that relationship that I have with food. I- I mean, how else am I going to get this weight off? I'm struggling with mine as well, too. And I'm going to be transparent with you because uh, I was feeling for some ice cream. And when I went to Target today, I bought (laughs) me some Talenti's ice cream. I've never had Talenti's, but I said, you know what? I want to try Talenti's. And I got cookies and cream, and it's like different layers. Is is it the one in the plastic container? um, Is it like a jar? jar? And it's like it's see through, so you can see the yeah, ice like, cream. It looks yes, like a relaxer jar. Yeah, I, I love oh, the Caribbean. Oh God, I need to try that. Personal. How? Let me tell you, I'm going to be really transparent. <laughs> Why did I get some ice cream and then I had the audacity to work out eating the ice cream? <laughs> while you, in while the beginning you, you were eating my workout, and, I was eating the ice cream. I'm like, what are you doing? No, wait, 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 wait. You thought you was burning the cows no, while you eating. Just to clarify, you <laughs> ate the ice cream before the workout before or while you were working out? in the beginning out? of the workout because... So while, so while. While I was working, working out. And I said, this that's, next, that's level next level That's next level. And I'm that like... Next level. But I saw, somebody, next level. I saw somebody do that online the other day. They were like, look, don't so judge me because I'm moving I, while I'm I, eating. At least, at least I'm doing out. that. And I didn't even oh have my a God. lot of ice cream. I just had a little bit. You understand? I just needed that. Today wasn't a good day. And I also feel like I'm feeding for sugar. Maybe I'm PMS and I don't know. You know, so at, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I well, we're we're addicted we to are. sugar. That's that's definitely a cult. That's definitely a world we thing. Are. But it's, cult- it's definitely they say a sugar is thing. like cocaine. Yeah. Like it, that's how addictive it is. Oh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's addictive. It's I mean, a, and people an addiction. That, people that uh that say, "Oh, I don't eat sweets, but if you eat carbs, it, sure does. it turns into sugar." So, and and, sugar. and 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 <laughs> but this it's an emotion because even alcoholics to they're them, actually to addicted sugar. to sugar. To sugar. Yeah. Right. Listen, so my advice is salty things. So, I'm addicted to chips. I mean, no, I just but, am. No, but it's it's the carbs. Yeah, it's the carbs. everything turns That's into what sugar. it is. Same thing. And, mm-hmm. It turns into sugar. And sugar. Then, That's exactly what it is. So, you're right. It's the addiction it's to sugar. And and it's an emotion. It's an emotional thing. It's a life thing. Like life, ha- like these life happenings that because you know life be life and life. You know that's what we're having them for. You know yeah. that's that's been our lifeline. Our life be and life and having yep. a moment. And that's you see our relationship with food. I mean emotional mm-hmm. eater. How do I we we gotta redefine that. it? I am too. You're happy. You're sad. You're glad, you're you. mad. Let me eat something good. Let me yep. eat something good. You know. Yep. 
We're all about, oh, I just want to go somewhere, have a good drink, a nice drink, and some good food. I'm like that even when I'm on a workout regimen. And I am I on a workout regimen. About whatever. Yeah, I Man. am too. Me too. But I still am thinking about how can I make my smoothie so creamy? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it emulates that. Or <laughs> Where it emulates a milkshake. A milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> I started making overnight oats. How can I have? so good. Ooh, right, you but you know, you don't want one. Not that I'm gonna make that one, See. but I'm just saying. You why gonna make not? it? No, you sound like you're gonna make it. Banana bread. <laughs> why not? Banana bread flavor. They got strawberry. <laughs> they don't all. I don't care. Eat all. <laughs> I'm gonna try it because make them. Jackie <laughs> said, "Make them all. I'll come over and try it with you." It's good. The overnight oats. Why stop at For one? Peanut butter, honey, <laughs> cinnamon, vanilla. Oh, it's so good. Strawberries and blackberries and blueberries. You can't tell me nothing. You see what I'm saying? Listen to me talk about it, and that's how much I want it because I'm here talking about it right now. That's how much I want it. And I'm on the (laughs) detox. Okay. And I've been thinking nothing but but about food other than the food I'm eating. (laughs) Look, look, you gotta eat something, you know, a little bit of everything now and then. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, and I think that's no, you know what it comes down to? It and, comes down to portion control. And That's moderation. Really what it comes down to. That. Mm-hmm. You can have what you want. It's about the portions, man. That's really what it is. You know, and once we can master that, then we can master this weight loss and head man, on to victory, I right? I feel like I've tried everything. I don't know. I'm just... I think I, <laughs> I, think I have to. I think, I think we all have. where I am and stop trying to be something from what I was 20 years ago or something. You know, maybe mm-hmm. this is just what I'm supposed to be right now, and I don't know. I, <laughs> I think I, I think it's because it goes back to the beginning of the show. It's because we, because of blame. You know, what I'm saying blame, it's the blame. It's the blame. <laughs> it's the blame. They say we gotta be fine and fit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a flat stomach and the big butt. We, we it's blame, the blame for it. And we're blamed when we don't have it. We blame ourselves. So not we only blame are they blaming us, but we blaming ourselves. Whammy, Let's talk right? about you know what? Like, that's, we, talk, that's we, the truth. we blame ourselves. We blame ourselves and, and more than anybody else. And you know what? Here's the thing. It is it is um the fact that people will accept. So so you can say whatever and you can blame whatever, but we actually internalize it. Yeah, so even though we think we're like okay, but it's the internalizing of of the blame, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and the making us wrong. We because we already feel those think ways about ourselves yeah. is why we can ex- we accept that blame from society, that blame from our children, our brothers, mm-hmm. our husbands, yeah. or whatever. It's the mm-hmm. it, we accept friends, it family, and because we blame ourselves. Well, I need to stop blaming yeah. myself. Yeah, I need that part. I do. You see that part? That part was deep, Jackie. It goes back to the we blame ourselves. It starts that with part. us. Yeah, it starts it, with it, us. Cause guess what? Uh, what they say? Uh, what? What? Remember that thing? I'm a boomerang it back to you. Whatever you say, bounce <laughs> off. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Who <laughs> used to say that? Say that. That's what we, we need to do with that. Say with that those words that come from them and come from us. That is so true. Return that to sender. I don't need it. What? That's That's why we eat. Sticks on you. That's why we eat. That's why we look (sighs) for a little comfort. And earlier in the conversation, I was going to say, you know, we have a problem as women of color, black Mm -hmm. women, um, 
to vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for people to take our pain seriously. Yeah. That's why there's that when um, uh, there's a higher rate of something going wrong with with women when they have babies and Mm -hmm. all that in the hospital, because people don't really believe us when we say we are in pain. And I, yeah, they don't believe us. They don't protect her. Make sure that I have my patients back regardless. And especially I have a, 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 for my African-American patients, I really make sure that I let the medical team yeah. know like look we need to take care of this patient they're complaining of x y and z yeah. and i try not to let people drag their feet or whatever the case may be but um yes we are not believed as a patient i don't understand why yeah so don't be judging us when we got a little little roundness going on we're a little thicker than than what the society say is is a normal size to be yeah right Mm -hmm. we're at a higher rate because we got a higher stress level we try to comfort you know this goes back to makes me think about that whole thing with um megan the stallion tori lanes do you remember how when she came out he shot her right that whole situation that happened and when she came out and she kept saying that this is the person that did it and people i tell you they ridiculed her they talked so bad about her to the point we don't even hear from megan right now she made a comment that she said in that comment that she felt so bad about what happened that she wished he would have just shot and killed her. That's what she, That's she, she said that. That's how much she was going through. But it just goes back to what you said in terms of like the blaming and not believing us when we're in pain or believing our story or sticking up for us or right. just supporting us. And now when that whole thing came out that he actually was the one that shot her. When they actually played the video of him recording of him talking, admitting it to one of his friends. Now everybody was like, oh my God. I don't even know why they even question that. Like, why would somebody lie about somebody (laughs) shooting? They didn't believe her. Nobody believed her. They did not believe her. Society. And what did his father say when he heard that video? Is he out there preaching saying Jay-Z is the problem? He ain't saying nothing. He ain't saying nothing now. Nope. He's not because he know his son did it. He, he was, was out there. I mean, he was on a tangent for real. Tangent. Like he was blaming but, everybody else but, and not, oh, this person mm-hmm. did this and and he was just mm-hmm. and the mother no accountability too. for no listen, accountability. There it goes. It's the same. That young it's man the same thing. is the same situation where you with the blame is on the woman. The woman. You made yep. me do this. Yep. yep. Now I gotta you lie and and you're not covering my lie for me now. Mm-mm. You know, you're not, you're not riding, you're not riding for me. Exactly. You're not covering up my life for me. You made me do it. You're the reason why I shot you and you know it. And now you need to protect me. That's exactly what it is. And it's horrible. 100%. It's horrible. It's horrible. Well, listen, guys, we are at the end of the show. This has been a great season one. Season two. Congratulations. One. Congratulations on your season two. Congratulations. Season two, guys. It's officially here. I took a little break throughout the holidays, you know, to kind of regather myself, get myself in order, get things organized. So I'm really happy that Jackie and Nikki decided to do this with me. We're definitely going to do more shows together when you guys have the time because you guys ladies are busy. (laughs) But (laughs) I just want to thank you guys for listening to the Girl Take No podcast. We release episodes 
episodes new episodes every thursday this podcast is available on all your favorite streaming platforms so make sure you go and download the podcast so you can have it with you wherever you go take me to the gym with you okay i can go with you on that walk or ride with you in the car how do you choose to do it but guys thank you so much again for listening and i'll see you guys next time Thank you for listening to the Girl Take Note podcast. Make sure to follow, review, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. And remember, take time to enjoy the journey. Until next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.